Okay, welcome to part five, the final installment of the 41 Lessons Business and Life on my 41st birthday. So uh, let's get started. We are doing numbers 33 through the end, through 41. I think we got a couple more on this one, so this might be a little bit of a longer one. Okay, number 33 is plan the day the night before. This was some of the best advice I've ever gotten. I think I just heard this randomly on a podcast, but a little secret for you today. Secret is, for a long time, I've struggled with productivity. And I struggled with getting things done. I struggled with... Am I doing the right things today? Should I be working on something else? And there's a constant kind of questioning in my mind sometimes of what I'm doing. And there's a whole root behind that one. But um, but one of the things that helped me massively was was planning my day out the night before. I was really sitting down. Instead of waking up and like, all right, what do I got to do and writing a to-do list for the day, I really would just think about it the night before. And and it it improved my sleep like crazy because I would just not be worrying about like, what am I going to do the next day? What do I got to get done? Blah, blah, blah. But now I just spend five to 10 minutes sitting down and thinking about, all right, what does a great day really look like and I'm not like rushed to figure it out because you get up in the morning and you're kind of like you want to move you know move quickly move you know to the next thing and um you when you can sit down and plan it out the night before it's 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 amazing and um one of the most powerful things I've given to my mastermind was so to help me plan the day the night before I created like a templated worksheet and I talk about this many times um and if you want a copy of the worksheet, actually, I just revised it too. Uh, I'm, I revised it to add a couple changes to my original one um, that I give uh, in every mastermind uh, meeting, which we have one coming up. Every mastermind meeting, I give them a physical copy of, of a book that has essentially the same sheet printed out over and over again. And this um, this sheet is just... It's it's there's a lot of power in the sheet. There's a lot of um, clarity that you get from sitting down and planning your day the night before. So I promise you this: if you start planning your day the night before, you're gonna be more productive. And whoever I can't remember taught me this or told me about this. I I don't know who you are, but I'm grateful for you. So thank you very much. Okay, number thirty. Four is staying on the line of productivity, but I, I know exactly where I learned this one. And this has been one of the most powerful, most important periods of my week. And so I talked to you about being more productive. You know, you're investing a little bit um, of, of time the night before to have a good day. Well, the, the freedom session is something I, I I created out of um, something I learned from um, Doc, Dayton, not Dr. Uh, David Allen, who wrote the book Getting Things Done. And 
a, I believe they call it like a weekly review, but I call it the freedom session. Cause after I got done with it, I was like, man, free to have a good weekend. I usually do it on a Friday and it's like a weekly wrap up. And I spent about an hour on Friday afternoons, you know, downloading what happened from the last week, uploading what I need to do for the upcoming week and really just giving me the ability to shut down. That's what it that's really what the weekly kind of session did. Now, the daily planner thing takes only a few minutes, but the weekly one, you know, that I give myself, you know, an hour, sometimes 90 minutes to do this. So it's a little bit more of a time commitment, but what I was finding was I would go home on a Friday and on Saturday and Sunday I tried to be engaged with the family, engaged with the kids. And there was a lot of times where I just, you know, still had a ton of stuff pumping around in my head. Now, not to say that it 100% all goes away, (laughs) but the reality is that it's always better when I do a freedom session and I'm more engaged and I'm not thinking about running back to the gym or doing what I need to do. It's more of like, okay, I've done my work for the week. And now it's time to be a dad. Now it's time to be a husband. And it has helped me tremendously to be able to be more engaged. So the the freedom session is is huge. If you um, want a copy of the freedom session, just shoot me an email. Vince at GabrielFitness.com. All right. So we're moving on to number 35. I'm going to take a little sip of coffee in the morning. Mm, that was delicious. I put a little coconut oil in my coffee this morning because I've been fasting. Well, that should be one of the lessons. So I'll, I'll have my friend Colin will teach you that. But um, all right, number thirty-five is understand the power of social proof. So I got a story for you. A woman walks into the bar, and she's really down and really dejected. She's had a really bad breakup. And she goes to the bartender. She's like, bartender, give me a double. It's been a rough one. And she just broke up with her boyfriend. And she's really upset and sad. And she's nervous to go back on the dating gate, uh, on, the, on, the date, in the, on, on the dating circuit. So she's talking to the bartender. And she's telling him about how scared and nervous she is about that. And um, there's another guy you know, sitting at the bar and he's a personal trainer, certified ISSA. And he walks over and he says, excuse me, ma'am, um, ma'am, excuse me. Um, I was overhearing your conversation with the bartender and I want to just tell you that I am a certified personal trainer and I specialize in helping women, you know, aged 40 plus, (laughs) If she's 40 plus, um, you know, lose weight and gain energy and live a better life. And I think I can really help you. And I have this starter pack that you know you can get going with me for a few sessions. And you know, I think I can really help you. And, uh, you know, she's kind of listening and, you know, she's being friendly, but you can tell that she's just really waiting for this guy to leave. So they're, the two people are talking. They're both at the bar. They're talking. And um, another person comes up. It's a woman. 
And she walks up to the two people talking and she says, oh, hi, hi. Uh, let's say the woman's name that's went through the breakup is Janet. She's like, oh, hi, Janet. And then she looks over at the trainer and she's like, Michael? And the, the trainer's name is Michael. And she's like, Michael? And he's like, hey. Um, she was like, how do you know Janet? He's like, well, I don't. We just met. And I was telling her about, you know, what, you know, some of the things that we did together. Oh, she's like, oh my gosh, you got to go see Michael. Michael is the best personal trainer. You see these abs? You see these abs? Like all Michael right there. All Michael. And she was like, there's, I've worked with every personal trainer under the sun in this town. And Michael is the best. You got to go to him. Don't even, Janet, don't even think about it. I know you just broke up with Johnny and you're going to be back on the dating circuit soon. So get, let Michael get you in the best shape of your life. You're going to be amazed at how quickly it's going to happen. So what just happened in the first example Michael was telling all about how he's certified and all about how he's got this starter pack and all about this program. And she was rolling her eyes and she was get this creep away from me. And then the third person comes into the story and everything changes. Everything changes. What I just explained to you is the power of social proof. And you have to use it in your marketing. It is the most powerful law of persuasion. Robert Cialdini said, was interviewed. He says, 30 years later, after you wrote your book on the six most powerful laws of persuasion, um, is that, are those the six laws still in effect? Are they still the six power, most powerful laws? He says, yes, but there is one that, completely dominates the rest and that is social proof and most likely because of you know the changes in the internet and social media and things like that but the reality is it has an unbelievable power of being persuasive unbelievable power of being persuasive to people so you got to use it. You got to use testimonials. You got to get Google reviews. You got to get Facebook reviews. You got to have stuff on your website. Um, you have to pull out. This is another little social proof tip. You have to pull out the headline of the testimonial. What are the words? Because remember, if the testimonial is like a paragraph long, no one's going to read that paragraph. So when you get a testimonial, you got to read it and you got to pull out what are the three to five words or what's the phrase that you can pull from their testimonial. And that would be the thing that draws. Remember, we talked about headlines. The headline is the ad for the ad. Well, you need a headline for your testimonials. And what you got to do is you got to read the testimonial. You got to pull it out. And when you post it somewhere, you have to start with making that the best part of what they said the headline and the header and then preferably a picture with it as well. But the power of social proofing your marketing is immense. Okay. That was number 35. Number 36 is you have to understand these three things 
And here's what they are really. Okay. So I talked about knowing your numbers and I kind of scraped the surface of this a little bit, but the three numbers you really need to know are, are revenue, profit, and cash and from your from your financials. But what I really want you to focus on is the the second two, okay? And that's profit and cash. And I think a lot of people have made mistakes of, me being one of them, of really seeking the million-dollar gym. So much so that I created a business called Million Dollar Gym. Now, I didn't invent the name, but I created a business called Million Dollar Gym. Well, I know guys that don't have million-dollar gyms, right, that maybe do half a million or seven fifty, but they just run their business so much better and their profit margins are so much better that they make more money than the people with the big million-dollar gyms. So I'm not saying it's wrong to chase a revenue number. If that makes you happy, um, then go for it. But the reality is that the revenue is kind of for the ego and the, the profit and the cash is really is really where you're going to get wealthy. So that's what you got. You got to focus on that. You know, it's not about the top line. The top line's got to be there. Okay. It's got to be there. Now, if your top line is a hundred grand, you know, you're, you're only going to make so much money, right? But once you start exceeding that half a million mark, you know, in, in top line revenue, you can start playing with how you're running your business and how you're operating to, to really take home more money. But just repeating what I said before, you have revenue, profit, and then cash. But so you have your revenue is that's how much you bring in. Your profit is how much is left over after your expenses. But then there's three factors that impact your cash, what's left in the bank. And I'm repeating myself again on this, but it's such an important thing. And that is your taxes, that is your debt payment, and that's your owner's draw. Those are the three things that are going to impact cash. And a lot of times people think, oh, yeah, I did, you know, a bunch of profit and we did, you know, we were 30%. And, and then all of a sudden they got no cash left in their bank account and they didn't factor in all those other things. So you got to be aware of that. You got to be aware that the profit is what matters. The profit is what matters. That's why I really like at the end of the day, I really like a small group model because yes, you can make, you can, you can sell a lot of one-on-one packages. And now I do caveat to this is right now, I think you should be selling a ton of one-on-one because you just want to drive any type of revenue because there's been a pandemic and you got to just drive money. Um, but for the most part, the, the small group model where you got four people, and you know paying you 50 bucks so you can make 200 an hour versus charging 100 bucks an hour for one on one um it is is just a better model it's a more profitable model and it's going to drive more profit and it's going to drive more cash so a lot of times your model and how you structure things is going to dictate your profit the other thing that will dictate your profit is your pricing structure this is where a lot of people screw up and a lot of people undercharge. And I will say this, as your, your improvement in your belief in yourself. So that's why I like the more you work on yourself and your own confidence, 
the more likely you're going to be able to charge more money. And, you know, I will say that, you know, since I started my mastermind, the price of my mastermind has doubled. When I started the mastermind, I had very little confidence in my ability as a coach. And as I acquired more skills and I got more experience, I started to realize that I had this confidence and this power in me that, hey, people are going to pay more money for this. But if I didn't do that and I kept the price of the mastermind the same, I wouldn't nearly have the business I have today. So at the end of the day, yes, you need to be focused on not spending as much money and not being dumb with your money and not spending, you know, like crazy. But you also need to make sure that you are charging enough money that's going to drive profit that will drive cash. So you got to focus on those three things. Number 37. Number 37 is 100% responsibility. This is huge. If you get nothing from any of the tips, any of the 41 tips, just take this one and it will set you free. So this is you take 100% responsibility for your success. 100% responsibility for everything that happens to you in your life. Now, there's going to be things that are going to happen in your life that are outside of your control, right? And you can't control that. But if you can live your life by this mantra is that I have taken 100% responsibility from everything that happens for everything that happens to my life, you will find yourself not resenting other people. You'll find yourself not blaming others. Um, you will find yourself, you will give yourself the power back. And this is a, one of the first chapters in Jack Canfield's great book. Um, I can't remember the title of it. Um, but Jack Canfield wrote a success book. I'll have to remember it and share it with you. But in the first chapter, bam, right there. Take 100% responsibility for your success. Don't wait for someone to bail you out. Don't wait for people to start to stop kind of negating you or anything like that. Just take 100% ownership over the 100% ownership and 100% responsibility over your success and everything will turn out good. Number 38. Send video messages to people. So it, you know, a lot of times we'll send text messages. And actually one of the things in the daily planner is, uh, it's called random kindness. So you see every day when you fill out your daily daily planner, you're going to write a person's name that you're going to give random kindness to. And I love love, love, love to send people video messages, not just on their birthday, but really just random messages. And it's almost, for me, it's easier than typing in a text message. Like, let's say I wanted to send a text message to someone to say, hey, man, hope you have a great day versus you holding up your camera, looking into the camera and just starting to talk and talk to them. Man, the impact of that is, is, and it's funny because my birthday, I do this a lot on people's birthdays. 
And so yesterday I got a bunch of video birthday messages from people that I had done that too. So there you're now spreading, you know, something that's really, really cool. And this is something you could also use in business, like for follow-up, you could just be like, Hey, you know, and I, I've, uh, there's a, a company called Mancrate that they sent me one of these. It was like a private personal video where the owner got on. He just said, Hey man, just want you to thanks for ordering your Mancrate and blah, 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 blah. But I, I think it's a really, really powerful thing to do and something to add to your routine to do on a very regular basis. Uh, not just for birthdays, just for random messages. You can use it in follow-up. But the talking head, boom, hold your phone up, push record, talk into the camera. It takes two seconds to send. It's just a super, super easy thing to do that I think is... You know, in the day and age of so much video, I'm surprised it's not done a lot more. So there you go. Send video messages to people. Number 39. Number 39. Contribution matters most. So in my work with Tony Robbins spend a lot of time there is six human needs that they talk about and you know one of the needs is certainty the need to feel that things are secure one of these is significance one of the um that's the feeling to feel important one of the needs is uncertainty the the, the need for variety um one of the needs is love the 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 um the, the feeling the, the need to feel connected one of them is growth the need to to grow and to improve um, but the the center of the bullseye is contribution the center of the bullseye for your life will be the impact that you make on others and I have a, a whole thing I do um, called a belief statement that you know I learned from Matt Fury and so I wrote out my beliefs. I wrote out all the things I believe. And I wrote you know, what I believe about God and what I believe about me and what I believe about what I'm improving at, what I believe about my wife. And I just um, wrote down that I also believe that when I'm gone, that a lot of the things that um, people are going to remember is not what I did, but people are going to remember the value that I brought to their life, the things that I did for them, the little video messages that I sent, and the things that um, I, I, I did. And that's why I think that fulfillment truly comes from that. Fulfillment will truly come for your, your, your the contribution you make to the world. So yeah, will you make as much money owning a gym than you did if you became a Wall Street executive? Probably not. But you'll probably most likely have a much bigger opportunity to contribute to the lives of other people. I mean, how many accountants, clients say, you changed my life? Well, you probably get that a lot. So yeah, is, yeah, is owning a gym the easiest thing in the world to do? No. Are you going to become a billionaire from owning a gym? No. 
But man, are you living a purposeful life? Are you doing work that matters? Heck yeah, man. You are. And just remember that. Remember that that's, that's fulfillment. Fulfillment at the end of your life is the value that you brought to other people and the contribution that you made to the lives of others. And, and the cool thing about owning a gym is you do that every day. You get that opportunity every day. Okay. Number 40. We're going down to the end. Last two. Operational excellence will build your cash. Think about what happens when someone walks into your gym and there's like, hey, you know, I'm interested in, you know, your programs, what you have to offer. And the person hands them a sheet. She tells them what you guys do. And they look at it and like, okay, thanks. I'll let you know. And then they walk out. Oh, if you want to see my spine curl, let that happen. And that is an operational flaw that just blew so much money. It blew marketing dollars. It blew uh, operational because you're paying someone to just make you lose money. It's just, it's, I think that we can look around our business from an operational standpoint and look at things that are happening or not happening and we can find so much money, so much money. Can you imagine that if that happened once a day and that happened every time and the person walked out, can you imagine how much money that your business would lose if that did happen? And so what you really need to do, especially now, is improve the operations of your business so you don't lose money. Loss prevention is not an expense. It's a profit center. Think about your trainers. Are your trainers working and are you paying your trainers and are they just sitting around in between sessions when they don't have a session doing nothing? Or can there's, is there something that you could have them be doing that could be productive for the business and you could maximize that hour that you're paying the trainer to produce a result for your business? Man, if you just multiply that by all the other things and all the other decisions you can make, your business has a lot of holes in it. It's kind of what you got to think is that operational excellence puts a, 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 a cover over that hole, right? You're not going to fill a leaking bucket, right? And you can spend all this money on marketing that you want and you can have a good sales process all you want. But if you have operational things that aren't excellent, man, you're not going to make the money that you could potentially make. So it's a great, great time to be thinking about the operations of your business and what are you not doing? What software do you not have? What softwares do you have too many of that there, there's, you know, there's so many softwares out there that you got to like buy, you got to do cook funnels and you got to have active campaign and you got to have Zapier and you got to have schedule once and you got to have all this bullshit 
and all that stuff that's talking together and you just you don't know how to make it work and man what what if there was one well just to tell you that there is one it's called nurture ninja and nurture ninja is the software that i now use and sell um that does all that stuff but nurture ninja will improve your operational excellence because nurture ninja is going to help you follow up with um clients your current members nurture ninja is going to improve your follow-up process nurture ninja is going to talk with your crm to make sure that things are going well it's it's a brilliant thing and one that i really kick myself and not wasting all the time with the click funnels and all that active campaign and all the bullshit where i gotta have all these things that some talk to each other some don't and man would i love to just have one that does it all and that is nurture ninja and if you're interested in that shoot me an email vince at gabrielfitness.com and put nurture ninja in the subject and i'll tell you about that but man what a way to drive your operational excellence and uh, it through 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 really good technology, but the improvement in your operational excellence will build your cash. Number forty one, the final one. This is it, okay? Number forty one. This is it. We're coming down to the end of our time together, and number forty one is: don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, be happy. And um, I have wasted a lot of time, energy. I've put a lot of stress on myself in my life, in my business career, in my personal life from worrying. Worrying about shit that just frankly doesn't even matter. And it's funny, uh, Vanessa told me a quote the other day about the worrying. It said, this worrying thing is working. All the things I'm worrying about never actually happen. That was like, wow. Um, but, man, so so my wife on the Enneagram is a nine. And um, that's the peacemaker. And I am so grateful to have her in my life because me, I I am a six. And so I have a lot of worry. I have a lot of stress in my life that I put onto myself. And when I get around her, I get this drug-like effect of don't worry, be happy. And it's exactly what, like I married the perfect person and I didn't even know it. Because what her strength is, is what I need in my life. And what my strength is, is what she needs in her life. And it's it's really cool how that worked out. But the reality is, I have spent a lot of time in my life worrying about shit. That I really would think back now, like, man, I really wish I didn't. I really wish i just breathe through that one and took a few breaths and be like, oh, well. It'll be good. It'll be better next time. Or, oh, well, I learned something here. And um, it's taken me a while. 
it's taken me a, a while to learn this stuff. Maybe longer than others. And you might be listening to this and I don't worry about stuff. I'm like, well, that's, I'm, I'm happy for you because you're probably, you know, in your own mind doing much better than I was. But as I go through this life and I do this more, I realize how much time I spent worrying about stuff. And I'm, I'm going to still do it because I'm kind of, I'm, I am my father's son and I'm wired that way somewhat. But there's also benefits to it. You know, um, but for the most part, it just really gets your mind off of what's important and onto things that aren't. So that's my 41st one is don't worry, be happy, you know, and when you're worried, you always have that opportunity to take action, to go do something and that let that kind of dissipate the worry or maybe lean into gratitude and let gratitude dissipate the worry there's a lot of things you can do but don't sit there in this constant state of of worrying life is too short and um, there's so much so much great things going on that you don't want to get stuck in this screwing up your own head by worrying so so that is it. I had a wonderful time doing this. It's a it's an honor to share this podcast with you and hopefully a few of these lessons stood out to you. Remember I told you that if you tried to take all 41 of them and and do them all right now, you're crazy. Don't do that. Um but think about it. Think about a couple of the things. Pull one of the 41 and just go do it and just start implementing it. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Um, so hopefully this was helpful. It was really fun. It was really fun for me. Um, and I enjoyed it. So this is me. I'm now 41. Signing off and wishing you a wonderful day. Uh, today. Don't worry. Be happy. And um, if there's anything you need from me, any questions, comments, concerns, shoot me an email, vince at gabrielfitness.com, and I'd be happy to chat with you. But um, onward, upward, have a great day. Thanks.